I have a question for you. Um, Perfect. Oh, oh, sorry. This is this is a very easy one. Agatha Christie. Oh, that's a name I hear all the time, but I haven't read her. You've never read an Agatha Christie? No. All right, I'll you, add her to the... You've never read The Murder of Roger Ackroyd? I have not. This is embarrassing, Shane. Is it? Okay, well, it's put not going to make put the... Put that in the beginning. No! <laughs> Every Sunday, I take this Urdu literature course and online, and in it, there are other students like me who are South Asian, who were born in Pakistan or India, but have been raised here. So they're American, or they were born here and, you know, born in the South Asian family, and so they're part, part of the South Asian diaspora. And we were talking a lot about the diaspora and their desire to connect with the language. And that got me thinking that as many people as there are out there who who need this stuff, who want this stuff, I, I feel like there should be a, a greater following or greater listenership. What I would like to ask of you is if you're enjoying this podcast, what I would love for you to do is uh, if you could maybe repost one of our posts or just share it with someone either on your you know, social media page or through WhatsApp or whatever. I, I would really like to keep this resource free for as long as possible. And I'll more likely be able to do that if I have a greater listenership, right? So that's... Are you, are you going to share it on social media? Share what on social media? The, the, the Urdu CK podcast. I already do. Oh, then I should probably do it. So I'll be doing my part. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I was hoping you'd say that. So perfect. With that, let's continue with our episode for today. Okay. So today's program is what? Today's program is grammar. All grammar? Like every single thing? So today, we're going to cover gender in urdu specifically like what gender urdu nouns are because it's kind of important to know right for conjugating verbs a lot of the times or for um adjectives to agree we have to know what the gender of a word is and i'm pretty sure that somebody requested this right shireen right yeah sana on our instagram page requested an episode focused on gender in urdu yep okay perfect so this is for you, Sana. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So let's jump right in. Urdu has two genders, masculine, which in Urdu is mazakar in Urdu, and feminine, which is monas. Mazakar and monas. So my first question to you, Shireen, is how do we know what gender a noun is? Obviously, that's the topic of today's episode, so there probably isn't like a quick answer you can give me, but how do you 
know what gender nouns are in Urdu? Well, all right. So, like for example, the word for chair, kursi. Mujhe batayein, kursi, mazakar ya manas hai. To kursi manas hai. Acha. And how did you know that? Well, so this word happens to fall under a rule that lets you know that it's feminine. But there aren't always rules. For many words, you'll just need to memorize what gender it is. But since there are a few rules, let's look at them now. Okay, so I organize these rules by how strong they are, like how sure we can trust them. Unfortunately, there's only one rule that I feel like we can trust every single time. So the first rule we have is that all nouns referring to something male are masculine, and all nouns referring to something female are feminine. Essentially, the only rule that we can follow and be correct 100% of the time. Some easy examples of this are admi, which is man, that is going to be masculine, orit, which is woman, that's going to be feminine, shoher, husband, that's going to be masculine, bivi, wife, that's going to be feminine. So these ones are pretty straightforward. We assume that a man is male, and therefore... Right, and we can compare that to... So, vo admi merabaihe, mera, right, so masculine, or vo orit, meri behenhe. That woman is my sister, but we're saying meri because orit is feminine. Exactly, yeah. Um, and then for the next two, shohar and bivi, we could say Salim Mavra Kab Shoharhe, which means Salim is Mavra's husband. And then we could say Mavra Salim Kibivihe, which means Mavra is Salim's wife. And we're changing the ka and the key to, to agree with the gender of the noun. Exactly. Yep. But some words could refer to either gender, and therefore we need to know who we're talking about. For example, the word dost, which means friend. So our sentence could be Mariam meri dost hai. Travis P mera dost hai. So, you know, we see that meri mera distinction. Okay, and we know that Mariam is female here and Travis is male um, based on the agreement. But the word dost didn't change in either of those sentences, right? Exactly. Okay, so the next word is sayanstan, which, I mean, I don't want to say something like, oh, you'll never use, but um, I've never used it. You just you just say scientist? I don't talk about scientists in the Urdu language. I just don't come across that subject. I feel, but, pretty, but yeah. um, I feel pretty, like, good things about our listeners. They probably talk about a lot of science subjects in Urdu, so... <laughs> When they're referring to scientists, they should know that the word science don right. is the same whether the scientist is male or female. Right. So, for example, in our sentence, Einstein ek mashur science don ta. Oh, you know, I find myself saying ta, but I think there's a level of informality. To exactly. Okay, fine. All right, let's try that again. Einstein ek mashur science don te. So, Einstein ek mashur science dan 
थे और रोजलिंड फ्रैंकलिन इतनी मशहूर साइंसदान नहीं थी So yeah, I'm pretty sure it has to do with the level of formality. Uh, it's just ta is um, so what you would use with. So it's level of respect, with... right? So Einstein, big time, right. famous, worldwide known scientist. Even right. though he's passed away, we're going to talk about him respectfully, right? No doubt. But yeah. the the te we said ek, so we know it's one, but we're still saying science don te, so we know we're being respectful to a male scientist that used to. Be. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. And I've got some other words that that Shireen didn't like that much because she says she doesn't use them. Not yet. But yeah, now that I'm going to learn, I'm going to use them. All right. So we have some other examples. So mezban, mezban. This is a host, and it's the same. Oh, could we say mezbani? Would that be an adjective? Okay. Yeah, it should be mezban, no matter what. Mezban, host. Sahafi, journalist. I've got Karkun on the list here, Shireen, for a worker, but I just don't know if we'd ever say that about a female worker. Yeah, so I did ask uh, Anjum, and she confirmed, although she also had her own doubts, um, But she did tell me, like for example, she said she named a woman who is a, a Sahafi Karkun, which is a, a social worker. Samachi. Um, Samachi. Sa- what did I say? Sahafi, because it's in your mind. <laughs> Started over. You're See how go. unfamiliar I am with these words. Yes. So she uh, confirm. She said that you could use Samaji Karkun. Okay. All right. And so while we were talking about words that had just one form. But could be either gender, depending on what we're talking about. There are some words that have two forms, right? There's mm-hmm. a word for for the male who does that job or has this title or whatever, and then for the female, right? So some examples we have are ustad, which is a teacher, but a male teacher, and then ustani, which is a female teacher, and uh, adakar. Which is an actor, and then we have Adakara, which is actress, Gulukar, singer, Gulukara, a female singer, Musanif, author, Musanifa, which is a female author, and like I don't think you're going to be faulted or called out for being wrong if you say like J.K. Rowling, Musanif. Or if you're talking about Mahira um, Khan and say that Vo Adhikar, hey, like that she's an actor, because I think I've seen those kinds of things done in Urdu news or Urdu newspapers. But there are there is a word for the male of that of that role or position and of the female. Okay, so then. Um... I have a question for you. Um, Perfect. Um, Perfect. Um, 
Gotcha. Lekin mera okay. meri pasandida musannifa. Oh, oh, sorry. This is this is a very easy one. Agatha Christie. Oh, that's a name I hear all the time, but I haven't read her. You've never read an Agatha Christie? No. All right, I'll you've, add her to the. You've never read The Murder of Roger Ackroyd? I have not. This is embarrassing, Shane. Is it okay? Well, it's put not going to make put the... that in the beginning. No. <laughs> all, right, all right. So J.K. Rowling and Agatha Christie. Um. All right. So moving on to our second rule. Um, which is very strong. There are exceptions to what we're about to say, but it's a pretty strong rule, and you can almost always be right about the gender of a noun in Urdu if you follow this rule. So in general, nouns that end with a, with both alif and chotihe, are masculine, and words that end in e, with a like a chotihe, are feminine. Exactly. Isliye mujhe pata tha ke kursi muannas hai. That's how I knew that kursi is feminine. So the first one we've got larka, which means boy. And you can hear that a sound at the end. So that's what's causing it to be masculine, larka. And then the opposite, larki, which is girl. And that you hear that e sound, right? Larki. So, larka, masculine, larki, feminine. Yep. And we have beta, which is son, and beti, which is daughter. Bacha, which is a child that's male. And bachi, which is a child that's female. And then... We're going to move into some examples that are of inanimate or abstract nouns. So these are things that are not naturally something that you're going to think of as male or something that you're going to you know, perceive to be female. And therefore, we've got to start relying upon the rule that we just went over of ending in a or ending in e to tell us the gender. So kela, banana, hira. Diamond, Daria, River. Another episode that I had started in which I say you can use the word choti or chota to um, pair it with. And if it helps you remember it better, right? Or ye chota kela hai. For these words, right? We can say vo kela barahe, vo hira barahe, vo daria. I guess Barahe. I think most people would say like it's a long river, not a big one. But mm. um, but if they were feminine, like we would have had to say Bari. So we say Bara. And then we have some, those all ended in Alif. We have some masculine nouns ending in Chotihe. All right, so we have a Pata, which is a dress. Dervaza, which is door. Sitara which is star, and siara, which is planet. And I don't know about you, Shireen, but I, I feel like I see these spelled sometimes with alif, sometimes with chotihe, some of these words like derya and sitara. I see those instead of being spelled with an alif, I see derya spelled with chotihe, and I see sitara spelled with alif instead of chotihe. 
So either there's like accepted alternate spellings or I don't know how to spell them to begin with, but that's just something that I see out there. Yeah. But it didn't change the fact that all of those were masculine nouns and they all end with that ah sound. Gotcha. Yeah. Now that works for me. Do you got any examples for... Well, actually, before we move on to examples, it looks like I've got some exceptions to this rule that we that we took notes of, right? So salgera, salgera, salgira. How do you say that word? Yeah, salgira. So salgira, is that masculine or feminine, Shereen? It's feminine, yeah. But it ends with a chody head. Exactly. It ends with the ah sound. So that's an exception. We've got, and this is one that, you probably will not see all the time, but right now we're living in the times of COVID. So, uh, waba, which is an epidemic, is apparently feminine. I learned that from reading the news. <laughs> I wouldn't have known that otherwise. And then, saza, saza, punishment is also feminine. Hmm. So those were words that were exceptions to the rule we just gave that that and you know that nouns ending in ah. Are masculine there may be more exceptions out there those are just a few to prove that that rule isn't 100 percent uh good to go and now we've got some examples of feminine nouns that end with a chotie can you share those with us shireen sure um okay so we've got kahani which means story then we've got azadi which means independence nokri which means job, roti, which means bread, zindagi, which means life, and shadi, which means wedding. Right. And it took me a while to find an example of one that didn't follow this rule, but pani is masculine. Yeah. And that ends with a chodie. So... Whether there's like more examples out there, it's pretty safe that if a, if a word ends in E, that it's feminine, but at least one uh, exception to that out there. Anything else you want to say about this rule right here? This is, this is what most people are going to follow, right? What do you mean? Like I'm saying, like this is a pretty strong rule. Lots of words end with either ah. Right. Or yeah, e. yeah, yeah. If you run into an abstract noun or one that is not, you know, evident by context that it's masculine or feminine, like this is what you're going to use as your starting point if you don't have a good dictionary that tells you the the gender of every word. Right, yeah. Okay. So moving on to rule number three. Generally words that end in te. So like bot which means thing or like a saying is feminine, hakumit, government, feminine, hadayat, which is like instruction or direction, sehat, health, shanakt, identity, mot, death. Those are all uh, feminine nouns. Um, and, you know, Shireen, when I was doing research for this, because obviously not everything is locked away tight in my brain, but uh, I was looking to see if there was a good list of rules out there that we could base this on for the, the episode. And I saw that somebody said that all words that end in te are feminine. 
Like that was that was one of their 100% rules. Really? And like gosht is masculine, darakt. Uh, gosht being meat and like darakt yeah. being a tree mm-hmm. and vakt, which is a pretty common word. Vakt. Yeah, as you're listing these, I'm, I'm in my head, I'm like... No, I know, you're, you're trying to think you're like, well, I guess... Well, no, like, so the word that keeps coming back, uh, keep that th- I'm using, because I, you know, I obviously suggested bada and chota or bari choti, but oh, sara is also coming. So, you know, gosht, bohat sara gosht, right? It's not bohat sari gosht, it's bohat sara gosht, a lot of meat, or darakt, right? Bohat um, sare so maybe maybe we, we could say that majority of the words yeah 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 yeah, yeah. this is yeah. A, this is a very strong rule i'm just saying yeah. that there are exceptions. exceptions yeah yeah gotcha gotcha but in general this is a pretty strong word a uh, pretty strong rule if a word ends in te it's going to be feminine for the most part so our next rule is words that end in sheen are feminine for example, sazish, that means conspiracy. Um, that's feminine. Then we have koshish, which means try or attempt. Then we have something related to mot, um, which is lash, which means body. But a dead body, isn't it? Lash. Well, we have like, this could be like corpse, right? So corpse implies dead body. But if we're going to say just a body, we would say body. Oh, that's true. Okay, so, fine. So, corpse is a better... Yeah. So, merek dusra savabhe yehe jisam mazakar yamanase. Mazakar yamanas. Jisam. Jisam... Doesn't follow any of our rules right now, huh? No, it doesn't. Um, Apka jisam itna bada hai. Yeah, so it'd be... It'd be... Um, so it would be muzakkar because jism is masculine. See, th- that's the tool I use. Like, oh, is it bara or chota? No, no, no. So, yeah. And look, we alluded to that at the beginning of this conversation. There's a lot that you just have to learn, just have to memorize. And, you know, I know native speakers are some of my former teachers who if you ask them a question about gender or like agreement in something, I can see them putting it into a sentence in their head. Right, to test it. You know, it's just yeah. a just to test it out and make sure. So moving on back to our rules, Shireen, um, words that end in, this is our next rule right here. Words that end in noon or noon gonna are masculine. And I put, especially if they're like using some of these suffixes like astan or pun. Also the caveat that we're obviously talking about words that are singular in the nominative case, right? So not words that have the like, endings that are going to end in nunguna because they're in an oblique plural case right mm, okay so i got pun. childhood it's masculine uh kabristan which is a graveyard that is also masculine <sighs> shireen can you say this next word for me kuan kuan Kuan. Yeah. Is a well. Um, that's ending with that, you know, that noon guna right there. And then uh, just a few other words that end in noon that are masculine as well. So bayan, 
Din, Imtahan, Asman, Zahen. So Bayan, his statement, Din, his day, Imtahan, is an examination or like a test. Asman, Asman, is sky, and Zahen, is mind. There are a few exceptions to this rule, though. Zamin, land, is feminine, and Zaban, language or tongue, is also feminine, and those both end with the noon. That was it for the rules um, that we came up with. There is one more thing I want to do, though. Okay. Yeah, I've got a whole list of words that I'm going to ask you based on the rules we just went over to tell me if they're masculine or feminine. Oh, really? Uh Uh-oh. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, you didn't know this was coming. I did not. And I'm not cheating. None of these are like uh, exceptions or like tricky words. These are straight out of the news or wherever. Oh, man. I hate the words out of the news. But okay, let's see how well I do. That's how I know that you won't know these already, because (laughs) they're words that aren't used every day in the household. So these these all follow the rules we went over. There's no, uh, I'm not trying to trick you here. I'm just trying to. uh... All right. So the first word is khud muktari. Okay. Khud muktari. Can I get a definition, please? You may. (laughs) I mean, I could spell it for you, too, if that helps. <laughs> but, uh, autonomy or sovereignty. Okay. Kudmuktari. So yeah. because it ends with that E sound, I would say it's feminine. And you would be correct. Awesome. All right. So the second word is intazamia. Intazamia. Intazamia? Like with a, it's not intazamiat? No, intazamia. Intazamia. Means like administration. Okay, so does it um, end with a choti he? Yeah. And I believe the rule was, yeah, I I think it was choti he was, um, no, no, alif. Choti he sounds like alif, and if it's alif, then it's masculine, isn't it? Or if, if that yes. sound is there, then it's masculine. Correct. Yeah. Sweet. And the next word, Shireen, is Sahara. Sahara means support or like help. So Sahara uh, it ends in an alif, so that makes it... Um, masculine yes and plus i could say bahad bara sahara you yeah. could yeah because i guess this is probably a word that yeah is, that is a has word been heard right word. okay yeah i got we need trickier words then not really <laughs> all right here, here's an easy one that i know you've heard so kurbani ah okay yeah and that happened recently with the idolada uh kurbani kurbani ends in oh yeah, yeah, no, it's feminine because it has that e sound. Because mm-hmm. bari kurbani, yeah. Yep. All right, and then. All right, so the next word is jazira. Jazira. 
Oh, I feel like I've heard this word. Hold on, let me tell you, because I'm thinking of like desert it is, or it a is forest. A, it, is a, or... it is a geographical feature. Island. It's island, yeah. Island, okay. okay. So like the, new, yeah. the newspaper Al Jazeera. Yeah, that's so. definitely what came to mind. Okay. Um, <laughs> I feel like you're being sarcastic. Maybe it did, maybe it didn't. No, no, no. I, yeah, yeah, it did. Okay, Jazeera. Um... So even if, even if you're not sure how it's spelled, but right, yeah, that that uh ending makes mm-hmm. it masculine. Yep. Um, okay, so next word is kashti. A boat. Okay. Yeah, this is not something I'm familiar with, and like you said, it means boat. So that has the e ending. So yeah, bari kashti. Yep. That would be feminine. Okay, that is correct. Next word. So, um, malkiet. Malkiet. Hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely familiar with this word. Which um, is ownership. Malkiet. Malkse malkiet. Well, yeah, it, it ends in te. So we had said that um that most of them are feminine but let me see if i can use that in a sentence sentence like and i don't think i'm pronouncing it right malkiet i don't know yeah okay hi which is you know midi which is feminine so yeah okay i got one that follows the rules i love this um, but I mean, you, all of them have followed the rules. No, I know, but this one follows all the rules, Shireen. <laughs> so, what? Uh, Kelari. Kelari. Yeah, and that means a player, isn't it? Yep, an athlete, somebody who plays. Right. So, is that masculine or feminine? Oh, I see. So it could be. It depends on who we're talking about. Um, yeah, exactly. Because, you know, Serena Williams, or we could say LeBron James, okay, those were a bunch of words that followed the rules that we went over. And that brings us to the end of this episode. I bet you guys are beginning to see the difference in the type of vocabulary used in episodes that are written by me compared to episodes that are written by Travis, like this one. I know that the vocabulary was quite difficult. Even I'm learning it. But the rules for how to detect whether a noun is feminine or masculine are solid. So even if you ignore the words that were introduced in this episode, you walk away with several good tips. As always, there is a free handout for each episode available on our website, www.urdusikhye.com. So I would highly recommend that you download it. If you have any questions, feel free to post them on our website. If you scroll down on the page for each episode, you'll see the discussion section at the bottom. We've heard from several listeners, so thank you very much for the interaction. Please keep it coming. Once again, as I requested earlier, if you're enjoying this podcast, please help us spread the word and consider leaving us a review on iTunes. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, Hadafis. Hadafis.